Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedian, founder and CEO of Dedian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Today, we have Mr. Troy Ritchie. If you want to find him, you can find him at TroyRitchie.com. You should check out that site. Also, you just want to contact him, talk to him, see how he's doing, see what he has going on. You can contact him at me at TroyRitchie.com. How are you doing today, Troy? Doing good. How are you? I am fantastic. So can you just tell me a little bit about Troy? Like, who are you? Oh, that's. I think we only have thirty minutes. I mean that uh, that could take uh, that could take a long time. No, man, I'm a, I'm an individual that um, that l- loves life, love uh, loves every opportunity to embrace life, and uh, like to share that message with as many Gen Zers as I can. All right, that's what I like to hear. So, tell me, what do you do? Currently, I'm unemployed. Uh, I was uh, I was laid off on April 9th. Uh, 2020 due to COVID. And instead of uh, watching Tiger King on Netflix, I wrote this <laughs> book. Uh, you got it. Now go get it. Uh, realizing once and for all, just how high you can fly. And uh, it's been quite a journey. And now I'm uh, speaking to um, uh, public high schools uh, around the uh, around the country, putting together some virtual assemblies on uh, suicide prevention, resiliency and financial literacy. Wow, that is very busy, crazy. unemployed. I see. That's that's crazy that you were able to like transition and like turn that nothing into yeah. something. So like yeah. how how did you even manifest or get the idea of writing a book and turning that into capital? Yeah, uh, great question. I get I get asked a lot. So I do a daily podcast and it's a micro podcast. Uh, it's called the um, the Daily Wake Up Micro Podcast. And very little listeners, right? Uh, been doing it. I'm on, we're on our fourth season. It's Monday through Friday, uh, three to five minutes, and it's just encouraging uh, to just you know uh, keep grinding, keep keep going through the day, and and just you know don't take things too positively or negatively. Keep with that neutral mindset. And um, I think I'm at. 31 listeners, average listeners now. Uh, so, you know, what a, uh, an advertising company would, would scoff at, I kind of thought, you know, I've got all this content in micro uh, fashion. No one's listening to it, which means why don't I download the text uh, and convert it or download the audio and convert it to text? And that became my book. So the book is written in a way where it's individual topics where you can digest uh, almost like articles uh, versus a start from the beginning to the end. Uh, so I, I, I utilize the fact that no one listened to my podcast uh, and then launched a book and we pre-sold, we, we pre-sold 160 copies. So that's more than uh, more than my podcast listeners. So, <laughs> Hey, look, that's a positive, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So what do you do personally? How do you see yourself as like a peak performer or like just being a peak performer in your individual like spectrum? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what I tell people all the time is like, you know, Simon Sinek wrote a very popular book, Start With Why. Uh, And there's so many entrepreneurs that are, they know why they do something and they know what they do, yet they don't know who they are. And starting with why is important if you already know who, who that individual or entity is. So a lot of the examples in Simon Sinek's book, they're brands we've heard of. So, of course, Apple's going to start with their why. Um, Yet, I'm not Apple. You're not Apple. So, how does somebody know who we are, right? And so, a lot of times, these entrepreneurs are struggling. Gen Zers are struggling with this identity crisis. And I know who I am. I know what I do. I'm a storyteller, audience engagement expert. I want to do it in film. Um, And so, because I know who I am, I can align all of my daily activities, even when I'm unemployed. I can align all of my daily activities with what my, my calling is or, or my passion is or whatever that is, right? And so because I have that security, um, every day is, is a full day. It's busy. Uh, I don't have a lot of, you know, I choose very wisely how I want to spend that time. And that's what I encourage others. Are you happy? Happiness equals success. Success does not equal happiness, right? If you're unhappy poor, you'll be unhappy rich. If you're happy, poor, you'll be happy, rich, right? So just finding out who you are. And, I, and a lot, I had a call last week where the guy's like, you know, he's in his early 30s trying to figure stuff out. And I said, I tell you what, I do this self-evaluation form. It's in my book. Let me send you a copy. And it's just questions asking yourself, are you happy? Uh, what animal are you? What element are you? And then you ask yourself all these questions, you answer them, and then you ask it of a close friend, an acquaintance, and a family member. And when you get their answers, you start to see the world through a different perspective because others are looking at you in a, in a positive light more so than you are. And so that can help you find out uh, who you are. And I think that is the most important um, thing that everyone needs to figure out is who are you? And then allow flexibility. Like Gen Zers are teenagers and the world's telling them, find out who you are and that's who you are for the rest of your life. Heck no, no, right? There, there's the ability to adapt. Um, I was going to do film. Someone said, you're the Mr. Rogers for the next generation. Wow, that's stuck. So now I'm speaking to kids. It's all around storytelling. So it's in my ethos. It's just the way that I tell stories, whether it's film or stage or whatever, books or whatever, it's staying within that ethos. So have the ability to be flexible within that core ethos that that you discovered for yourself. So where and what type of habits did you pick up and what did you find out along the way to make sure you're at your like peak performance of what you do every day? Because like you said, you have to choose your time wisely. You have to make sure that you're doing certain things. Like where did that start from? It, it just got tired of failing. I mean, I, it, you know, not having a routine. And I know it's popular, especially with Gen Zers. They want the freedom and creatives, especially like I want the freedom to express my creativity and freedom, freedom, freedom. True freedom comes with a routine. True freedom comes with 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 a framework that Mark Zuckerberg, I think I saw the article the other day. He's took a picture of his closet. It's all gray T-shirts. Right. So his routine is I'm going to wear this gray T-shirt because I don't want to think about what to wear. 
And so we only have certain decision points or certain willpower throughout the day. That's why we sleep to replenish all, a lot of these things. So what am I going to do in the time that I have? If I have a structure, if I know that every morning I pray, plan, read every single morning when I'm in a rut, I can fall back on, I got to do my PPR. I got to pray, plan, read every single day. It's the first 30 minutes of my day. Then I got to work out. Strength training is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, Cardio is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And some people look at that like, well, you know, let up a little bit, man. I mean, you know, you're so rigid and that gives me so much freedom because I don't have to think about what I need to do. It's all routine based, right? So, So I think having a routine is, is what is, is keeping me on those habits. Uh, and then I read a lot. So routine and read routine and read. Uh, I read, uh, at least, um, well in 2018, I read six, 2018, 2019. No. Yeah. 2018, I read 60 books, 2019, I read hundred books, 2020, I read 121 books. So I read a lot. Right. And the first thing you realize when you read a lot is not a lot of people read. Because they'll say something that's based on their emotions and you're like, bro, I just read you're way off base. Right. So you got to kind of watch your tongue because you could offend a lot of people. But um, yeah, read and routine. That's my thing. Wow. So what are some difficulties that you struggle with? I mean, we already just heard about you losing yeah. your job and everything. So like yeah. dealing with now this transition, like what are some obstacles or hurdles that you've had to overcome? Yeah, great question. Um, I think, you know, because I don't have an employee mindset it's hard for me to become an employee for a company because Troy, we want you to do what we tell you to do. The one thing we want you to be a cog in a wheel. And when COVID hit, you had millions and millions of people unemployed. A lot of those people don't mind being a cog in a wheel. So every time I come on an interview of a really good opportunity, they realize, well, I got Troy here who's fire, right? He's all this bundle of passion and energy, yet he don't fit anywhere in our boxes. So we're going to go with this dude uh, because this dude is going to fit nicely right in there. And so uh, for me, it's early stage startups. So I'm, I'm partnering with the early stage startup right now, and it's just a mess. And I love it. It's a beautiful mess because you got to do this and you got to do that. You got to do a little bit here, a little bit of there to put together this masterpiece because we're in the mess stage. So I would say the biggest obstacle for me is is uh, reminding myself that there are various perspective of each reality. Dude, I haven't made a credit card payment in like 10 months. Now they're starting to get nasty where they're calling, right? And I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm unemployed. Am I going to use my unemployment? I'm going to use my unemployment money for, for, for this and that. And, uh, and, and so just choosing to choose a perspective in life that is going to feed you to move forward. Because the minute you stop moving forward, you're going to get stagnant, stale, uh, mildew, mold, whatever analogy you want to use. But you, that's where depression can creep in. So when I look at, when someone says, Troy, you're unemployed. Yeah, I made a credit card payment in 10 months. What are you doing with your life, man? It looks like you're going through a lot right now. And I say, well, actually, I wrote a book. And uh, because I haven't made a credit card payment in 10 months, there's no debtor's prison. I might be able to get out of this because they might settle once I get back on my feet again. So it's every perspective, every life brings, life doesn't play fair. So it's, it's bringing you all of these curveballs. There's a different perspective you can look at with reality. My reality is I'm unemployed. And I'm not paying my bills. My reality is I wrote a book and I'm on your podcast. 
So what, which, which one am I going to choose to focus on? Because they're all true. They're all my current reality. Uh, but four kids, beautiful, uh, beautiful children and a wife. Uh, and I make enough unemployment to, to pay for, uh, for my rent. And we got food stamps for food. Really? What do I have to worry about? You see what I'm saying? Um, as I continue to hustle to get back to work, but yeah, the, those are uh, focusing on the right reality or the right perspective in the reality is how I'm overcoming those obstacles. I like that. So, I mean, you've already touched on some of your successes, but like how have those successes molded your experiences? for how you progress in the future and how you have learned from your past. Yeah. You know, uh, everything that we do is um, uh, it feels like this country and maybe the world is, is about success based. So someone asked me about six months ago, like, man, how does it feel to have a successful podcast? And I started laughing. I was like, define success, bro. I mean, is it a successful podcast after four years, you got 30 listeners. Are you going to continue to do a podcast? Most people aren't, right? So I do it because I find joy in it. And so many content creators, like they see on LinkedIn, if I do more video, I'll get more business. And then that's the reason they're doing it. When the reason that you need to do something is because you love doing it. And it doesn't matter if there's one listening to my podcast. I enjoy doing it. It's fun for me. Uh, and and so... Uh, that's that's what I would look at as far as less about success fail and more about what am I doing with my time? Pandeep uh, or Pardeep, uh, I think his name was, told me something. He goes, people think that time is our greatest asset. It's really not. It's what you do in that time is, is your greatest asset. So, uh, you know, every day is a, is a learning opportunity uh, irrelevant to the success slash fail culture that we live in today, um, where everyone's looking at you with their scoreboard in mind and not with the scoreboard that you've set for yourself. So I just want to see, like, was this your always your mindset? Like, what, where did it start off? Like, did it just happen going through something? Did you always have this mindset as when you were young? Like, how did this develop and come to, you know, pass? Exactly. Yeah. Um, People have asked that. I don't, I'll answer it truthfully. It's just, I, I, I don't want to give the impression that I'm promoting something. Um, I think for me, it was 2013 and I stood on the scale and I was a buck 97, uh, the heaviest I've, I had ever been. And I'm a small frame guy, uh, five, nine. And um, in high school, I was a buck 20, right? So that's kind of my frame. Uh, and I just was tired of the way I looked. Um, and so I just, I stopped, I changed right, right then just one day to the next. And, um, and so the first four months I lost like, like four, uh, 30 something pounds, um, and through the, my fitness pal app. And then I was out to lunch with, uh, with this a friend of mine that I worked with three years prior who said, I have been diagnosed with ADHD. You have it. I've been prescribed Ritalin. You need Ritalin. And, uh, and, you know, I've been a pretty anti-med guy. Uh, and so instead of barking back, I kind of, I kind of was like, mm, I think he might be speaking like the Lord might be speaking through him. Mm -hmm. And so I went to my doctor. I said, look, my friend said that I need to try this. 
And the doctor goes, why now? And I said, I don't know. My, my buddy said to try it. Uh, and so the doctor, you know, you got to go through your tests. You got to, you got to fully diagnose. They're not going to give away like candy. Um, and, uh, and he prescribed, uh, Ritalin. Uh, I took it and, um, I woke up. I mean, I just, I, and, and like I said, I'm not promoting it or pushing it on anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a naturopathic doctor. Uh, it just worked for me. And I immediately started reading. And the one thing that I read about all these successful people is they don't have bad days. They don't look at bad, good. They look at everything as part of that journey in life. And it doesn't, that doesn't happen overnight. That takes years. That's the answer to the question though, 2013 and because 2010, I hit depression, uh, nervous breakdown, midlife crisis, whatever you want to call it. 2013, I was like, I'm done with this life, started playing hoops again, and then uh, lost all that weight. And then it, it transitioned right into uh, using a substance to help me retain information to focus on reading, and then just started reading. Wow. So, um, I mean, I feel like we just learned so much <laughs> in this oh. short amount of time, because oh, you sound like you are a wealth of knowledge. Mm. I can definitely say that but uh, I just want to say I appreciate your time, Mr. Troy. And if you want to find Mr. Troy, you can find him at TroyRitchie.com. Just chat with him, apparently, because he has a lot to offer. Oh, yeah. Hit him up at me at TroyRitchie.com. Thank you, Mr. Troy, for your time. Thanks for having me. Christopher Dedan here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Fitness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or intrapreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.